The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week as we explore yogic philosophy and apply it to our daily lives. All right, so let's, um, let's talk about karma tonight. And um, we, we spoke about karma, I believe, a couple weeks ago. We went into it a little bit. What can anyone remember or what thoughts do people have on karma? So can anyone remember any of the points of our karma discussion? Or did we not discuss it in the philosophy, but I mentioned it in the meditation? Is that what happened? Okay, so tonight's the in-depth discussion of karma. Oh, right, reincarnation. Okay, so then um, to begin with, who would like to give, uh, not the, now this is not to convince you to believe in karma. I just want to present karma and the concept of it. So who would like to give a definition of karma? Who can give a rough or whatever your definition is? Okay. Okay. So um, the idea of uh, uh, who, who else would like to expound on that or give a go ahead. To your generations. Oh, there's an interesting idea. Okay, so here we have the expansion of the idea. Um, we've all heard of like bad karma, something negative goes around. But here we have the idea of good karma, and then another deeper idea that it's not, um, it's not like a punishment or, or reward system, but it's more rooted in some kind of um, energy of life that when you create something, um, you then have some responsibility for your creation. Okay. Okay, good. Everything has a consequence. Yes? you do something harmful to someone and just the, the, you feel guilty or you feel um, bad deep down because of what you did. You did it in a, for whatever reason, but then there's that lingering feeling. So you could say that dementia karma. Yeah. 
So, can you phrase that a little differently or yeah. keep going with it? So, I feel that a lot of times we look at the wrong things that done to us and see it as karma that is going to come back to people. To other people. So, someone's mean to us and we think the karma is going to be that they're going to get in. Mm -hmm. Something's going to happen to them, right? And that I feel like sometimes that comes from a, a selfish place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the other, another interesting point that was made was the idea that if the karma doesn't come to you, it comes to your ancestors. So there's an interesting idea. Um, another way, something else that's in the Indian and the yoga philosophy is the idea of reincarnation. So as was mentioned, we did discuss reincarnation for a couple weeks, uh, many weeks ago. But that's the idea that it's going to come around to you whether it's in this life or the next. And so that is, it's the multiple lifetime idea that helps to explain what appears inexplicable. So, you know, why is a certain person born with a, with a terrible childhood illness? Or why does the, the selfish, greedy person seem to make out so well in life? And so... What Sri Chamoy says in the writings, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit from the writings in a moment, what he says is that, that it doesn't make sense because we're not seeing the big picture, that possibly in that person's last life, they were a very kind, loving person, and they're currently getting um, those results, and that we're not, we don't have the vision to see what's coming to them for what they're currently doing. And then ultimately, I think it is important to um, realize that this isn't like a, a test that we're graded on in life, pass or fail, um, punished or not, but rather, it's a whole learning process. So the idea is we're creating energy, and to, as playing off what we were talking about tonight, to become more conscious in life, one of the ways we become more conscious is realizing the effects of our actions. So if I go around just being mean to people, and nothing comes back from that, then what am I going to learn? So you could say karma is a learning tool. I throw out all this negative energy, and all of a sudden, all this negative, you know, what's happening in my life is not happy stuff. And so maybe that helps to wake me up. Or the other side is I'm doing really kind things. I'm being kind to people, and they're smiling back. Um, people are, you know, nice things are falling into place. And so that's also, it's part of the learning curve of life. Because if life wasn't giving us feedback, how are we going to learn anything? We'd just be like unconscious beings without life reflecting back. And so that's, again, one of the core ideas here is that the whole purpose of our life is to, make, is to evolve as, as spiritual beings. And so karma is the, the school of that growth and learning. I think that's one way to look at, at 
um, the, the whole concept of karma is it's a feedback loop for us to learn and to slowly realize, hey, it feels better to be loving. Good things seem to happen to me in life when I do that, and it gives a flow to life versus when I'm selfish and angry at everybody. This is what happens. I'm always in conflict. Someone else is always wrong. My relationships aren't working out. You know, it's that, it's that feedback loop. Right. Yeah, so we have to go through the, learn, the learning experience. Just like if uh, somebody's trying to learn to do something, you have to let them fail. If you're you know, too guarded and they don't fail or fall down, then they're not going to learn. And so the same thing with ourselves. But then the question is, you know, how long do I have to be a bitter, hateful person to learn the lessons? How long do I have to be um, selfish to learn the lessons? And so that's, again, as I say, that's where meditation is really key because meditation speeds up your feedback loop with life. Because if every day you're sitting down, focusing on your breath and observing your mind and your thoughts, you're really quickly going to pick up on, on how you feel and, and what thoughts are in your mind. And those are gonna, that's the feedback loop. Because you're going to realize, wow, it, I really feel good today. You know, I feel really clear and open. And, and I, did, I did my spiritual practices or I was really kind yesterday. And you know, I'm getting the results of it. So the meditation will make you more conscious. And it'll, it'll speed up your evolution also because you'll be able to learn tough lessons at a more subtle level. So let's say today I get um, really angry with someone and I throw out a lot of, like, venom. You know, the words are mean. I fire up all this anger inside myself. I release all this anger. So it could take years just to resolve the fight you just had with someone. And until you do, like, your life's kind of in chaos. Whereas if that next day or later in that day you can go into a meditative state and bring forward that feeling of peace within yourself and realize how what you really did just then and the energy you created and how really rotten it feels and you have that some peace in your heart, then, then you might be inspired to like um, forgive that person or make up or deal with it. Even though it's a tough thing to do, swallow your pride and all that, you do it because you know it's going to feel better. And so you could resolve in one day what otherwise might take years to resolve. And so that's the way your meditation is going to give you this uh, feedback loop on life, and you're going to accelerate your learning process. Yeah, that it's it works. Uh, it works very well. In the Sanskrit, it's called, um, or the the in the yoga philosophy, it's called um, burning up burning up the seeds of your past deeds. Seeds, or in the Sanskrit word is. Uh, Samskaras, samskaras. 
And those samskaras can be from this life, they can be from a past life. When I was talking in the meditation class about that deep dimension of thoughts and memories that we're not conscious of. So those are all those seeds that have been planted. And so you gotta resolve them. So now, Sri Chamoy, someone, so this is from the Wisdom of Sri Chamoy book. Someone many years ago asked Sri Chinmoy, what is the best way to get rid of bad karma? So it's natural. You, if you start to believe in karma, and you know, hey, I probably have some bad karma coming. <laughs> How am I going to get rid of it? Good, good, good question. He says, the best way to get rid of bad karma is to enter into the field of aspiration, concentration, and meditation. And by aspiration, Sri Chamoy means um, the longing to become a better person, the longing to be more, become more compassionate, to learn to quiet your mind. That's what he means by aspiration, trying to become a better person. So by, to enter into the field of aspiration, concentration, and meditation. Then he says, this is a classic one, if you want to get rid of your bad karma, the first thing you have to do is forget about it. Forget about it. If you think of it, unconsciously you are cherishing it. But if you think of good karma, that is to say, aspiration, concentration, and meditation, then you are walking along the right path. What you did yesterday, what you ate yesterday or 10 years ago, is now not at all important. What you want to do now and be now is of paramount importance. So I think that would come into play. And let's say, let's say you did some things you know, 10 years ago when you were a lot less conscious that you know were harmful and hurtful, et cetera, et cetera. And you're like just worried, like, okay, how am I going to deal with this bad karma that's sure to come? What Sri Chimoy, that's a good example of what Sri Chimoy is saying is forget about it. Don't, don't dwell on what you think is going to be coming bad in your life. Forget about it, stop thinking about it, and instead just focus on your meditation, your aspiration, being a better person. And like I said, if you're doing those things, you're going you're gonna to resolve these things at a much more subtle level than you would otherwise. And then he puts a nice, a nice uh, sentence here. He says, we have to know that, that we are not children of the past, but of the golden future. We're not children of the past, but of the golden future. And so that's the idea that looking at what your potential is. So we all know the, the things we've done in the past that maybe we shouldn't have or mistakes we made people we hurt, situations that we cause suffering or pain for others. But realizing that, that you're not the past, it's a reality, it's, you know, it's, it's there, but to focus on your potential as a person. So he calls it the golden future, or children of the golden future. And so that's important. Uh, also in your meditation is to think about, okay, what is your golden future? What, what, what does your golden future look like as a human being? 
So some people are thinking, okay, the golden future is I hope I'm a millionaire, I hope I'm really rich, I hope I'm really famous. So th they're hoping happiness is going to be in things or adulation. But once you start to enter into the spiritual dimension a little bit, you start to think, okay, happy, the golden future is when I have peace of mind, when I don't have anxiety anymore. When, and, and this is important that you guys have to think about, is, is what, think about what your potential is as a person. And, and try to visualize that and, and manifest that. No, because <clears throat> there's a difference. Just because you don't dwell on it doesn't mean you're not going to have to resolve it. But if you dwell on it, it's just going to create more and more anxiety. The dwelling, the dwelling Yeah. And that's the big question that every individual has to um, answer is what is the highest action I can perform? And Maybe some well but, but that's what you're deciding. But everyone has to decide for themselves because someone may decide that the highest action I can offer to humanity is to write one beautiful poem. Someone may decide that the highest offering they can do to humanity is to enter into the state of total peace in their mind. And that's the idea that we're all interconnected and so, and so, if we're all interconnected, if one person can move into, a, into opening their spiritual heart or into a deeper state of meditation or bring more peace into their life, then that opens a door for everybody. And so that's where you would get into, some people will say, hey, Sujantra, you're sitting meditating every morning. Why are you wasting your time? Why don't you go do something for the world? Sujantra might answer back of, I think this is the best thing I can do for the world. So, what's that? That's what I think. Um, but, but for other people, um, and that's where you get into, like there's karma yoga, which is the yoga of action. So we're talking about karma. But uh, karma yoga says that um, a, a very valid path to, to peace in the world is individual, individual's action that's not centered on their own ego that's centered on helping others. And if someone's drawn towards that type of service, great. Someone else might have a nature that's, that's much more, um, uh, I don't know, meditative, or, or even you look at different 
you know, great people in life. You know, Mother Teresa helps um, people as, as they, at hospice as they pass into death. Someone else uh, creates edu educational institutions. Well, who's to, who, how can you judge which is a better offering? But people have to just follow their hearts. And I think perfectly valid is artistic creation and meditation and all the different forms of expression because we're all connected and it depends what your aptitude or what your, how your soul wants to manifest. All right, so that's our um, time for this evening. So again, the book is uh, The Wisdom of Sri Chamoy, if you want to dive deeper into it. Otherwise, look forward to seeing everyone soon. Okay, thanks. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.